0: As women, we are often led to believe that you can't have a career and be a mom at the same time. Well, I know from experience that isn't true. And while it's difficult, it's not impossible. In fact, choosing to follow your dreams while simultaneously immersing yourself fully into motherhood makes you work even harder because you have to set an example for your child. How can you teach your child to actively achieve their dreams if you aren't? Just like with my guest today, Adair Byerly, a behavioral scientist and CEO of her own company. She is also a single mom to a nine-year-old boy that is homeschooled. How she manages to flourish in her career and teach her son to be the best version of himself on a daily basis is remarkable and admirable. This is part six of We Need to Talk Motherhood. Adair Byerly, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to talk to you about your motherhood journey. (laughs)
1: Thanks
0: for having me. Uh, If you remember, Adair, we had her on before talking about being the CEO of Entertainment Mindframe. But today we are going to dive into her journey of motherhood. And this series has been really enlightening for me. And I, I love the wide range of motherhood experiences that we've talked about. And what I wanna talk about with you, because you are the CEO of your own company, you're also a model, you're very business oriented and very busy. And, um, I also know that you are a single mom. You also homeschool your son. So there's so many things (laughs) in just in that little bit that I just mentioned that I want to tackle with you, but let's just go back to the beginning. When you were ready to have a child, how did you know that you were at a place in your life that you wanted to, to give birth to a child?
1: Oh, honestly, I don't (laughs) looking back. I didn't think I was ready. Mm. I felt in my mind that I was ready. Um, you know, when I grew up, my whole family was just like, they knew I was gonna have kids because I was just motherly at a very early age. Um, I would bring my little baby dolls around with me in the house everywhere I went. I would oh. take them in the car with me. Um, so I was just, and I'm the oldest of, of, of all my siblings. So um, I was kind of like the second mom anyway. Um, so I always had this motherly instinct but when I first uh, got pregnant with my son I did not uh, I didn't think I was ready only because mainly because I was young I was 20 years old uh, turning 21 and um, the guy that I was with at the time who I married um, it just I didn't really know him that well I just thought okay well Um, you know, he's a good guy, he's nice, he was responsible, he wasn't abusive, he wasn't gonna cheat on me. Like I was I was so young and I was just comparing it to everything else I had before, which was just a lot of toxicity,
0: Mm. and um
1: so but um I I felt it's just funny because I always heard like you you can plan for a baby all you want, but as soon as it, as soon as you're pregnant, and as soon as it gets here, you're like, oh my god, you know, every single time. So I had, I had so many different people telling me like, you're going to be fine, you know. Babies come, and sometimes we don't know what to do. Even if we think we're ready, because I thought I was ready.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. um,
1: you know, when he got here, I just, um, it was the craziest thing. So when I gave birth to him, um, at first he wasn't breathing. And I remember just the whole room went silent to me. Like I had one of those animalistic moments, and I was just staring at him. And I would not stop staring at him until they could get him to breathe. And mm. it took a little bit of time. And I wasn't scared or anything, I was just so zoned in. Um, and as soon as he took that breath and started crying, I relaxed and I put my mm. head back and I said, to myself that um I was like, I I have to do right. I yeah. have to do right, even if I don't know what I'm doing, I have to trust that you know, this baby was given to me with all the tools that I need to raise this yeah. child, yeah. you know, throughout its entire life. Because you don't ever stop being a parent, right? You know, even even if they move out of the house, you don't ever stop. So for sure. When for they sure. laid them on my chest his eyes were wide open. He actually came out with his eyes open, which was really weird. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. But when he came, when he, when he laid on my chest, his eyes were wide open. And I remember looking at him and he was just looking at me with such, you know, assurance, like, yeah, you're my mom. Like, you know, and I said, okay, well, he trusts me. He trusts me to do my job. So I'm going to, I'm going to trust myself to do it. And I, I just remember that exchange in that moment when he was laying on my chest and, you know, even though I felt maybe I wasn't really ready, I just yeah. kind of, I just kind of bossed up and said, okay, well I'm ready. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love yeah. that moment. And I love that you still have that memory because your son's nine now. He's nine. Yeah. And that just uh, stuck with you this whole time. Oh, yeah. And that's so beautiful. I still
1: remember what his eyes look like.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> Do you feel like in that moment, that's when you really stepped into your purpose as a mother, or did you think it take, took time for you?
1: You know, that's a really good question. Cause to be honest, I feel like I'm continuously, um, you know, trying to be better and lean yeah. to myself as a woman. But, um, I do know in that moment I said, you know, that I was really going to get my shit together. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not that my, it's, it's not that I really wasn't, I've always been a responsible kid. It's just, I kid, I say that at the time, I feel like I was a kid. I was, basically an adult but I've always been responsible um Mm -hmm. and but the but I just wasn't making the best decisions I wasn't around the best people I was not being involved in the best things um and so I just it was just a quick switch I just said no I'm not I don't want it around me anymore yeah I don't want anything around me that can get me in trouble I don't want anybody around me that's going to bring me trauma and it was just it was easy switch. Um, that's why I have such a hard time, you know, when I when I hear stories with these parents that they just have so much going on in their life where it's negatively affecting their child and they can't choose to step away from it. You know, yeah. they can't choose to change their life. And I'm like, it was simple for me. I said on oh, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen. But 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 I don't I think I'm still stepping into that purpose. You're I mean, evolving, mom, yeah, I'm evolving. Yeah. I am evolving. I do yeah. feel like a motherhood was the most successful thing I ever did.
0: So I, I want to ask you this question because you, you said that you, you know, you ended up marrying your son's father. Did you feel mm-hmm. that there was a pressure to marry him as opposed to just co-parenting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the pressure really more so came from my upbringing and my belief system. More so than it did people outside verbalizing it to me. Yeah. Um, so just the way I was raised, it was you know, don't have a child out of wedlock, uh, you know, and and so we both we both kind of just wanted to do things the right way, quote unquote, whatever that means.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> so we did. We just hopped into a marriage thinking, okay, we're both uh, pretty good people. We're both responsible. We'll figure it out along the way. Mm-hmm. But there was not any love there. <laughs> there was not a connection there. Um, We got along for the most part, but whatever you would need to make a relationship work, we did not have that. You that didn't long. have so it didn't last long. It took yeah. about a year and a half before yeah. we were like, okay, we need to stop playing house. And that's when I realized, you know, just because you get married and or you're dating someone and you get married and you have a baby. um, It doesn't mean that you're, that you have a household.
0: Very true. And very, very good point. So raising a black son now, and you're in the South, Mm -hmm. what kind of fears and thoughts go through you daily? Just, Thinking about his safety, thinking about where we are in the world, thinking about, you know, I know you're homeschooling him, but just mm-hmm. even if he goes out to play basketball or anything, you know, what are constant things that run through your mind just having to raise a Black son? Um. So, you know what, I don't think that ever turns off,
1: to be honest with you. Yeah. I don't even realize how much I think about it until... um until something happened so actually something happened recently he was out playing at the park um and there was this young girl that came out with these fake guns like Mm. little toy guns um and the sun was setting which I thought was kind of strange but the girl was um I think she was Hispanic maybe Um, she was very light and her hair was really long and she just ran out and she had these guns and she was pretending to shoot people. And the kids were like laughing. And I'm, I'm it's, it's like watching a movie and I'm like, mm. where's this girl's parents? Her parents weren't even there. They were in their house. Um, I guess she walked to the park and my son went to grab one of the guns to like play with. And I immediately, stopped him and i was like no we gotta go home you can't play you can't play like this and all the other kids continued to play and i was like man it's and, and some of their parents were there that girl that brought him out they weren't there but the other parents were just sitting there and i'm like is nobody saying what's you know what's going on because if yeah. my son you know, i think about these things my son is black and Although he's light skin, he's obviously black. Like you can look at him and not know that he's black. If he came out of the out of the house, running out of the house with two guns in his hand, even though they're fake, you know, how would I know that people would think he's playing?
0: Right. And we've you know? seen the result of that happening to you Yeah. We've seen that happen with Tamir Rice. Yeah. You know what the result of that situation is going to be? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So that just recently happened, and I was I just remember sitting there watching and. none of the parents were saying anything and I was the only parent which I was the only black parent too yeah uh, with a black child there that was playing and and no one else had it didn't even cross their mind so in moments like that I'm like wow I really have to think about things that other people just don't have to worry about
0: right right you know
1: um and then there's so I mean there's so many other things like You know, I I feel like I have to watch him more when we're out in public. Um, I always get nervous about him not getting fair treatment um, Mm -hmm. in certain situations. Like he's going to be trying out for a swim team, which is predominantly um, Asians and white people. Yeah. (laughs) And I do worry about that. I worry about, you know, just the demographic and how he's going to be treated and how they might treat me because I'm a single mom versus the other parents that might still be together and they have yeah. you know, households. So there's, I, it never turns off. That's all I can tell you. It's, yeah, just, it's yeah. constant.
0: There's no and way. I feel like there. I'm
1: always strategizing and trying to like be one step ahead, you know, just in case something happens, which yeah. can be stressful at times.
0: Of course. And for you, I mean, you're balancing not only having to protect your black son, teach him, but you're also running your own business and trying to balance that as well. So how have you, I mean, how do you stay sane when you're running your business, but you're also trying to shepherd your son and help him grow and help him achieve all the things that he wants to? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I stay sane. I don't, I think I just love that simple answer. You're like, girl, I do not know.
1: (laughs) I really don't know. I think I just, I mean, I have my moments. Um, you know, especially like right now in this, during this COVID, it's just, mm-hmm. that's just something else. But, you know, I try not to, at least me, this is just the way I am. I try not to pile too many titles on top of myself because I know that will mentally weigh on me. For sure. Um, you know, cause I could go down the list if I wanted to say, I do this, 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 and this you know, I'm overwhelmed, but I I really try not to do that because I know that it's just kind of my reality. It's the life that I chose. And I also remember, you know, when I was working for a corporation where I had a nine to five or nine to seven, however long they wanted us to work. um, And it didn't make me happy. And I didn't get to have the time with my son that I get Mm. to have now. So um, I'm always kind of comparing like, this isn't bad. right? I could, I could, we all have struggles, right? You just got to pick your struggle
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then kind of like figure out how you want to handle it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I chose to be an entrepreneur and, <laughs> and raise my child and, and homeschool him. Uh, and the only what? reason I homeschooled him was because of the Texas laws with the yes. schooling. They didn't know what was going to happen. They're requiring some kids to go to school some of them they don't have to um if you do go you don't have to wear a mask I mean it's just it's all up in the air and yeah he had COVID before so did I and I just don't want to mess with it so I'm like you know what I'm gonna take you out and you had to make the best decision for you
0: and for your son yeah yeah, because no, I'm it, not playing with hills. Absolutely not. But it's interesting that you said, you know, when you were working a nine to five or a nine to seven, that you you didn't get as much time with your son as that you would have hoped. But a lot of entrepreneurs in the beginning, you have to put in almost double that time to even get your business off of the ground. So were there ever feelings of doubt or just kind of hesitation of starting up a business because you knew how much work it was going to take to create your own business?
1: Oh, Yeah. I mean, I still have doubts now, to be honest with you. And I um, you know, even though I get to, I think maybe it might be a little bit of a of a mirage, like (laughs) maybe a little bit of a delusion that I spend more time with my kid, because maybe I don't. Maybe I just have a say so over my schedule now. So it feels like it feels like I do. But you know, when I'm really busy and I have to, you know, have somebody watch him or I have to. Have, which they got I have both of my parents that are, um, you know, within an hour from me. So yeah,
0: that's a blessing. If I need
1: help, they'll they're there, and uh, my boyfriend also he'll help me from time to time. But um, you know, I do feel guilty hmm. when I leave my son with other people when I'm working and hustling. Sometimes I wonder if he's gonna grow up and remember me as like, you know, mom was always working. She was always trying to bust her butt and make things happen. So, you know, I think about those things too, but I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta sacrifice somewhere for sure, you know,
0: for sure to do it.
1: And and homeschooling is, um, luckily the program I have them in actually has like a home teacher, so they do they do have somebody that teaches them online. But I still have to, um, you know, make sure he gets through his assignments and that he's not behind. And it's just, um. I just can't make it about me, you know. Yeah. I have to, I have to just be on top of it every day. And yeah, there's times when I just want to take breaks. Like I've truly doubted myself to the point where I'm like, I don't even know if I can do this. Mm. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if should I send them back to school. Should I just go back and get a regular job? Should I, I've I've had all those thoughts, and I probably will more. But For sure, I just keep. I just keep like pushing through it. You
0: know, you have to, you absolutely (laughs) have to, but like when you're talking about, even when he gets older, do you think that looking back that he will appreciate the hard work that you've put in to be able to provide for him?
1: I think he will. And the only reason why is because both my parents were entrepreneurs Mm. and I remember how my parents worked, how hard my parents worked. Um, And it actually taught me how to work, like effectively, not just be a good worker, but how to work and how to make work for other people and how to treat other people and how to have long lasting relationships in business. So um, I learned something from my parents that um, I don't think I could have learned if I would have went to college for business school Mm. because I got to see it hands on. I mean, I was there, I was, we were, um, in the carriages, uh, when they were cleaning buildings, my dad and mother had started a janitorial company for commercial buildings. So, um, they would go in at night and clean the whole building and we would be there sleeping. I remember bringing like a pillow and, you know, just doing what we had to do. Um, but I, I just remember that that work ethic and not really having excuses. So now for me, you know, when I have to get something done and someone says, Hey, when are you available? I'm like, okay, well, I can always make arrangements. I can do what I gotta do. I've never used like, oh, I gotta watch my kids, so I can't go. Um, unless it's like late at night and he's gotta be up in the morning or he right, needs to take right. a test or something. But um, I've never been that woman. That says, "Oh, I can't. I have my kid." And I know a lot of people use their kids as
0: a as as an excuse. Care. Like,
1: yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a great excuse. But I'm like, I'm not. I can't use that as an excuse to not get things done.
0: Yeah, especially
1: yeah. when I don't feel like it. It's so easy to do.
0: Though. It, <laughs> it is like just be honest. You just don't want to do this, you know. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you there. There's so many times that I wanted to be like, "Well, actually, John's working late, so I have to." be with Sienna. And it's like, really, I just don't want to do what you're, what you're doing. (laughs) You mentioned work ethic though, from your parents, but what else do you feel that they taught you that you are now using to make yourself the best mom possible?
1: Ooh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Well, my parents, um, they really kept us involved with what they were doing. So they would teach, they would teach while teach me while they were working um Mm. about you know what they were doing or um just little bitty things like I remember my dad telling me because my dad was in a janitorial business which janitorial business they don't get treated the best and my dad would tell me you know to always treat everybody the same Mm. no matter what level you think they're at I remember him telling me I was really little um I remember him telling me, like, if you can't figure it out, just trust your intuition and see how far you can go. Because uh, he's really good with his hands and fixes a lot of things, um, rigs a lot of things. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's really. If I were to put that in a sentence, I think they just taught me that i'm using now which i didn't even realize was really to constantly adapt and overcome you know whatever you're doing even if you don't feel like doing it just zone in on what you got to do and, and complete it and then and move on to the next thing um i try to teach my son that with school because that's his job right now which mm-hmm. he does not like doing He wants to, he wants to have fun. He wants to play video games. He wants to go outside. Um, And I'm like, okay, let's, let's just just focus on this. (laughs) Let's get through it. He also has ADHD. So he is, um, he's extremely smart, but he's a very short attention span. Mm -hmm. So um, it's rough getting him through, you know, an assignment. Um, But I actually feel more comfortable with him home with me than I did with him in public school because they, they just had a very hard time uh, teaching him because he wasn't, you know, sitting in the box of, you know, what I guess a a perfect student would be like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I get
1: to learn him. Um, I think one of the things that I learned as a mom is like, just because you had your kid doesn't mean you know them.
0: Mm. Like (laughs) your
1: kid is a whole nother person. Yeah. You have to learn, you have to learn their personality you have to learn what they do and don't like. There's a lot of things you can instill in them and, and teach them, but they are their own being. And I've had to learn my child. I have to continuously learn him because I can't, I can't just assume, because we all do right. that, especially in the black culture. Oh, you got that from your mama. You got that right. from your daddy. you just, you just like your auntie, like, and so we put that on yes. these kids and yes. we don't ever really learn them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I've had to learn him. I've had to learn him. And there's some things about your child that you're not going to like either.
0: Right. Like there's right. some
1: things that they, some personality traits they have, some things that they like, you're just not going to understand. Yeah. And I totally had to learn that the hard way. Cause I was like, why? I was hitting my head against the wall with him for the first couple of years of school. Cause I could just not figure out, you know, where he was getting all this energy from where, why he was rebellious at school, but at home, he was perfect. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, But it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it is, it's learning another person and, and creating another relationship with
0: somebody. You know, I know for myself, just being a newer mom, because my, my daughter's in 19 months That as you know, as work is coming back, because being a performer and going back to live performances, I do have that sense of guilt and mm-hmm. it is hard to leave her how did you kind of overcome those feelings? Or do you still have that little kind of twinge of guilt when you do have to leave your son to go work and leave him with somebody else?
1: I still have it. It's not as bad as it used to be. Um, But I still have it. And I honestly think that stems from three different things. So one innately, I think um, it's normal to a degree Two, I think, Part of it also comes from our belief systems Mm. that we have. And then three, I think, societal pressures also, because we what people might say or um, the way people perceive, you know, women that choose to have a successful career. There's no way she could be a mother, too. Right. Like, how is that possible? Yeah, it's one or the other. Yep. Yeah. So it's like having to balance that. And it's just crazy to me like i remember i have so my boyfriend he has a, a child with another woman and she she's they, she stays at home a lot with the child a lot um it only works like, a couple days a week um and you know she's compared herself to me a couple times where she's like well i you know i can't be successful like a dare because i don't have you know all these people to watch my kid for me and I was like, I really don't have a lot of people watching my kid for me. <laughs> I really don't. I you'd be surprised how much I take him to work. Hmm. How much I take him with me to places. Um and I don't tell people. Sometimes I just bring them. Yeah. Say anything. Um, now I, I'm I'm good at gauging, so I know when and where to do that. But I just it's just this this idea that women, you know they either need to be taking care of the nest or they can be out getting a career. and not having both is just beyond me. Yeah. So um I have that guilt still. I hear it from different people. Like some, some, I've heard people say like, they didn't even know I was a mom. Really? And I, yeah. And I don't care. I don't oh. care if you know that or not, because it's not, what is that going to change for me? I had to truly get that out of my head. Like, cause it used to bother me. Yeah. It used yeah. to bother me that people would say that to me like, Oh wow. If you had a kid, I would have never known.
0: But it's also interesting. Cause it's like, well, what is your assumption and like, what is your view of me now? You know, now that you know that I'm a mom, like yeah. that shouldn't change my ability to do this job or my ability to do, you know, so on and so forth, your perception mm-hmm. of me shouldn't change. If anything, it should make you admire me and respect me even more that I'm doing all of this and I'm a mom.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually have a life that I'm managing that you know nothing about. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's just, you know, but I've always been that way just in my life in general. Like I, you know, I have a whole relationship. People don't even know I have a relationship. Um, I do many things and I just don't, I don't know, this, this, society is just strange and pressures they put on on people and Mm -hmm. especially women um that have kids and when when people do find out i have a son they immediately they're like oh there's dad there and you know they start doing all that and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay you're getting all in
0: your business for no reason (laughs)
1: like that's none of your business just trying to gauge me in their head trying to figure out where do i belong so i don't know melinda i mean that it I don't think that ever really goes away. It's just kind of like you just kind of slowly over time, you just accept like, okay, I have to work. Yeah, right? I yeah. want to work. I actually have a will to work. I have talents and gifts that I have to share with the world. And then on top of that, you got to kind of just drown out what other people think other and say. People are because-
0: saying, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that definitely will never go away. But do you think that being a mom, and I know that you you mentioned that you kind of are co-parenting, but um, his father lives farther away in Texas. So, do you think that being a single mom and basically making all of these decisions for your son on a day to day basis—that's also pushing you to work harder in your career?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I guess to answer that, I have already put in my head that um, I'm not going to depend on him and it's not because i don't like him or or he's you know he doesn't live nearby it's it's just because of of how it's been so far yeah and also my parents raised me to be very independent so it's like you need to always prepare you know for not really the worst but just be ready yeah <laughs> be ready because yeah. you don't know what's i mean people move on they have kids they have more kids They sometimes they move their careers, take them other places. I mean, God forbid, sometimes people pass away. I mean, you just, you don't know what's going to happen. And I always said like, I want to be in a place where, um, I don't have to rely on other people on what to do with my child. Yeah. You know, even if it's a daycare system or I want to make enough money where he can be with me you know, or I have the option to put him somewhere that, that is good for him, not just somewhere that I can afford. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it makes me work way harder because I don't, I don't want to, I don't like the feeling of not having options.
0: I love that. I love that. And I definitely resonate with that, but I never viewed myself as being just a mom and Mm -hmm. this is no, you know, no shade or whatever to people that do make that decision. You know, I'm just going to be a stay at home mom. Now I'm fine with that certain personalities are not made for that. And that's how right. you are as well. You're like, no, I'm a worker. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I know what I want. I have passion for this. So it, it does suck for women that there is this sort of stigma behind you having to choose between your career and being a mom when you can do both and you can do both excellently, which you right. clearly are. So you need to give oh, yourself you. a pat on oh, the, the back. It's- I mean, it's difficult. in raising a son, like, I know, I thought that I was going to be a boy mom, but then like, now that I have a daughter, I'm like, this makes more sense. And I, you know, as a teacher and all that stuff, I'm like, I don't know if I could raise a boy. So I, more power to you <laughs> for raising a boy. Cause I just don't think that I could do it. Yeah, I just don't. It's, it's fun though. I, I imagine it is. I imagine it is. And I'm, I'm very proud of you. But throughout your entire motherhood journey, what do you feel the biggest strength is that you have? One part of the question. Second part is, what do you feel you've learned about yourself over the last nine years?
1: Oh my God, this is just like a really hard question. I know, I, think, I know. <laughs> damn, you just like punch me in my chest right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to take a drink with that one. Um, I don't, you know, I think it, I don't take things personally. Mm. I don't take things personally as a mom. I used to. Um, but I learned, like I said earlier, my son is, he's his own person, his own individual. And I, I had to separate because we do this really, we really do this as parents. We tie our children's success and failures to us directly to us. Um, and if our kids aren't doing good, we immediately start beating ourselves up like immediately i mean everybody looks at us too the school the the community they're like okay well what's what's mom and dad doing um which that does matter i'm not saying it doesn't because you are part of your environment that's just psychology but you also like i said you just have your own individual being trying to figure out their place on this earth so i learned um well not learned, but I, i found that I'm really good at not taking it personally.
0: Mm, I like, love that.
1: Yeah. My son's just out here. He's a little person trying to figure out where he belongs, you know, like most of us are. And I just got to give him space to do that, you know, and not not put so much pressure on myself that when he bumps his head or he does something wrong or, you know, he pisses someone off or he makes a bad grade that it's just always me failing him. You know, that's, that's yeah. probably a big strength that I have. And then one thing that I learned, oh my God, what have I learned? I feel like I'm always learning.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. That's the journey of motherhood. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. This might, I don't know if this is a good answer or not, but this is, this is my answer. But, um, and I hope this makes sense, but I learned that he doesn't belong to me. Hmm and he is he just came here through me i'm the parent that you know was here to guide him while he's here on this earth and making his decisions but um he is i always just bring back to him being his own person he's his own person and he might discover things in him that are far beyond um far beyond the limitations that I have, mm. you know, I don't know. I don't know it. I just hope that I give him the space to uncover, you know, whatever it is he wants to be, whatever he wants to do. Uh, Cause we tend to only go as far as our, our parents have gone, maybe just a little bit further. And we do it based off of um, little things like, you know, music or, or, or sports or you know, just the small things that we pick up and we say, okay, this is what I'm going to do because I know I like this early, but um, I don't want to push my, my reality on him. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just, I've learned that, um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't belong to me. He's my responsibility, Mm -hmm. but he's not my property. He's not my, he's not me. You know, he's, I don't know. I don't even know if that's too close to the first answer,
0: but absolutely makes sense. And I think that's a beautiful, beautiful realization, but I am, I'm so uh, grateful for you coming back on and sharing your experience of being a mother Something that is not easy, but is very, very rewarding. So can you let everyone know where they can follow you again so they can keep up with your work?
1: Oh, yeah. You can uh, either go to my main web page, which is www.entertainmentmindframe.com. Or you can type in my name on any uh, search engine like LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, A-D-A-I-R-E last name
0: is b-y-e-r-l-y and you should still pop up awesome thank you so much for sharing your journey and to the listeners thank you so much for joining me for the six-part series on motherhood next week we dive into faith and politics and you're not going to want to miss it we'll talk to you again real soon bye